Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We have a great show for you today, as usual. What is our show going to be about today? Let's get busy and start talking about it. We have a great show in store. We're going to talk about numero uno, Trump's criminal world, Saki Hall's reporter's false narrative, and Pelosi neuters McCarthy. Pelosi Neuters McCarthy, Rachel Maddow paraded the GOP leader, Trump's criminality, Jen Psaki. This, this reporter, in his disinforming manner, tried to pull one over. And of course, we're talking about Jen Psaki now. She wouldn't let that happen. And McCarthy, McCarthy, McCarthy. McCarthy is trying to change the subject. The subject is no longer going to be about January 16th. I mean, January 6th. It's going to be about what did Pelosi did wrong to allow the Jan 6 insurrection. In other words, it's not the fault of those bad people who invaded. It is the fault of Pelosi. My God, Pelosi is the responsible for January 6, guys. Did you know that? Anyhow, we're going to have a great day for you today. Great day, great day, great day, great day. Let's welcome more people that are already here. May Wood, I tried to get onto YouTube but could not see to chat to work. I don't know why, but I see other people chatting inside of it right now. Eric Hayes, he well, he, he, hi, well, we have rogue judges continue to let murderers loose to kill citizens. Yeah, I know, we do have rogue judges allowing that. We also have rogue politicians. I mean, we have a whole lot of rogue people that are allowing murders. We have the manufacturer of guns that are out there uh, creating the weapon that these people are using, the weapons that these people are using to kill others with. Where does the blame stop? Where does the blame stop? I mean, if you don't create bullets, if you don't create guns, there wouldn't be that piece of equipment that's used for all these murderous acts. I love to watch how we go ahead and we condemn all the hate we condemn all the criminality but those people who make these criminalities appropriate and available to all they scotch free they just make money from the criminality right you, we create the guns for some some guy who has a mental issue to use and we lock him up in a private cell we make money selling them the criminal agent and we make money taking away the criminal who we gave the criminal agent to wow Carl Cox, welcome aboard. Rose William, welcome aboard. Who else we got here? Uh, Bridge MCP, the leader of the PDR Posse. Welcome aboard. We also have para ver, para ver, para ver, para Bruce Pollard, Parter, Texas, checking in. Uh, Paul Fleming, ATL, checking in. And Bridge MCP says, hola a todos. Hey, everyone, my bilingual sweet Latina de... Where's she from? Irlanda. Mi Latina de Irlanda. All right. Okay. Let's continue. Michael Rudnan, of course, he gives us the preempt. All right. Medicare for all cloud save companies millions. So why don't CEOs support it? Alicia said on yesterday's show, why do you think mega corporations don't want M4A? Don't you think they should save so much money not paying for insurance for the people? No. It's one of our chains. I shared 
it last night. Here's a thought. Corporations don't want Medicare for all because they need workers doing shitty jobs, keeping you health, uh, keeping your health insurance to, for you and your family is a benefit some literally can't live without. Under single pair, corporations wouldn't be able to use this as leverage against people. Perfecto mundo. Of course, that's the reason why. A death sentence for so many rich nations once again block progress on vaccine patent waiver. Shame, shame, shame. The longer we delay generics, the longer our civilization works for hard immunity by vaccination, the greater the risk that a new variant emerges, and it has already started to emerge, which makes the vaccines ineffective, and we start what has happened in 2020 all over again. I mean, even, you know, you know that's a possibility, because the Republicans are getting scared. McConnell is saying, please take the vaccine. My God, even Hannity, Hannity is on saying, hey, I believe in science now. Please take the vaccine. I've had one. We have... Uh, uh, Scalise from Louisiana, the guy who got shot, and even after he got shot, couldn't come to the conclusion that guns are dangerous, saying, oh, please take the vaccine. Not taking it will kill you. Hey, you know what, man? Why don't you take the vaccine against guns as well? Guns kill you too. Wow. Is that too deep thinking for you? But no, folks, we need to do something about that. We created these vaccines. Don't let the private corporations fool you into thinking, Our, we were so innovative that we were able to create these vaccines in a little bit of time. That's a lie because you, the people, my brothers and sisters that are listening to me right now, you paid for the mRNA vaccines. You paid for all the technology because big corporations, they don't really take risks. They take calculated risks. The real risk is always taken by we, the people, the government, who, may, who shows the viability of a product. And after the viability of the product is shown, it is sold off to the private corporations. And then the private corporations put a little bit of risk in it to make it a product. And then they sucker us to pay it all. I am, look, everything that I'm saying, people, please. Don't take it at face value. For those of you who have not yet built up trust in what I say, please research it. But all these vaccines have been out. Donald Trump created it? No. Donald Trump created mRNA? No. Donald Trump gave funding for the No. What we had was a great test case to put RNA, the mRNA vaccines to good use. Look it up. I'm not inventing this stuff. This stuff has been out for decades. Thank you so kindly. All right, we have also Bridge MCP says I'm admitting young healthy people to the hospital. I'm admitting young healthy people to the hospital with very serious COVID infections. Wrote Cobia, a hospitalist at Grandview Medical Center in Birmingham. In an emotional Facebook post Sunday, one of the last things they do before they into I saw that is beg me for the vaccine. I hold their hands and tell them that. I'm sorry, it's too late. Your gullibility is like, well, this is my words now. Your gullibility is likely going to kill you. Your gullibility is likely going to maim you for life. Your gullibility, listening to the wrong people, listening to the people who don't wish you anything well, but just try to use you for one body to execute something is going to get you killed. That's what I tell people about following the Republican orthodoxy. It's not, I love my Republican brothers and sisters. I honestly, honestly really do. What I hate is that their minds have been entrailed with the, with the evil, with the bad information, with the lies that come from the right. Because that, the policies they support cannot, cannot support life. The policies that they support is made for or are made for just a select few. 
Now, people say, oh, are the Democrats all that much different? Uh, a lot of them are. Yes, a lot of them are. Are some Republicans different? Yeah, a lot of them are. The difference is that they're scared to speak. They're quiet. I know a lot of progressive Republicans. A lot. But they can't say it. They cannot say it. Because they are not bold enough to realize that that means they're thrown out of the party. Liz Cheney is, con con is likely the most conservative. Well, we're going to play Liz Cheney a little later. Anyhow, Michael Rudnan. And why are anti-vaxxers willing to harm themselves and others? Michael Unger, PhD. As a resilience researcher, I'm not very tolerant of those who refuse a vaccine when the science is clearly on their side and health. When one sees the damage done around the world by communicable diseases like polio and measles and now the pandemic and then sees those who, are, who with ready access to vaccine declining service, one has to wonder what possible justification there could be for imperil not just oneself but that of others. And that's the second part of that sentence is what's important because what I would say is I try my best to get everybody I know to get a vaccine. Because I know it is better for them. But everybody has choice. But the problem is some people's choice can affect you and me. Their bad choice can affect you and me. So normally after we've tried this hard, I would have said, let natural selection take care of it. Because what happened, think about this. Elections are won. Uh, done, uh, Gore won, lost. He won the popular vote by 500,000 votes, but lost because of Florida by about 1,000 votes or so of the counted, you know, of the stolen votes, whatever you want to call it. So when you have obstinate folk, like those right-wingers that don't want to take the vaccine, they want to take their chances. You know, the evil in, in the, the, the minor bit of evil seed in everybody would say, you know what? Given that in certain places elections are close, let natural selection take care of it. Because eventually, those people that, that follow the wrong reasoning for things, they'll die out. And as they die out, we get stronger. Because we get people with intellect that's worthwhile. Okay? And I, when I think that, sometimes I back up a bit, right? Because sometimes that can be, concede, that can be considered not nice. Also be considered wrong. And I thought about that a few nights ago when I was saying, you know, selection of the selection of the fit of rather natural selection. And then I started thinking. And the thought that went through my mind is, you know, there are just like there are people who don't do a lot of critical thinking on the right, there are a lot of people on the left who don't do a lot of critical thinking either. And if we get some left winger with some silly ideas and a lot of the anti-vax movement. It's not on the right side. It's on the left side. Suppose we decided to follow Brother Kennedy, one of the Kennedy brothers, who is an anti-vaxxer. He's a left-winger. Think about it, brothers and sisters. So, then I, then, so when you start to think about all these issues, the humanity then comes right back in. So no, we don't let uh, survival of the fittest or natural selection take over. We painstakingly continue to try to make our brothers and sisters get the vaccine. And we use all methods possible. Because more than anything else, we support life. 
Michael Rodnan says, first Guantanamo prisoner under Biden released to home country, fewer than four to remain at the terror jail. Why haven't the Gitmo detainees been released? Only a dozen out of the 40 are terrorist leaders. There are no militant intelligence purpose for keeping them. They've been locked up for so long that most don't even know the names of any active insurgents. Well, it's caused a lot of bad press to hear what happened during the detention. Not a single reason. You know what? It's the it's cowardice of presidents. It's the cowardice of Congress. Uh, because they don't want to say they were wrong. They don't want a lot of people that were locked up at Gitmo was just somebody saying, hey, that guy's a bad guy. Lock him up. Bring him from Egypt. Bring him from wherever and lock him up. I tell you that the blood that we have on our hands because we don't consider other people worthy. Because the things that we've done to others that we would never do to an American is astounding. Everybody at Gitmo weren't terrorists. And there are a lot of terrorists out there that aren't at Gitmo. The January 6th insurrectionists, quite a few of the Proud Boys were terrorists. I'm not talking about the average insurrectionists that thought they were doing something patriotic. Yet they were wrong and need to be thrown in jail. But hey. Anyhow, Michael Rodney, Frito-Lay workers are on strike for their lives. Suicide shifts. Our fellow Americans are being overworked, underpaid. Over time, on corporations profiteering from our labor, it's no wonder they'd strike. At the Frito-Lay production plant in Topeka, Kansas, workers are subjected to something called suicide shifts in which they come in for eight hours, are forced to work four more hours, and then are called in four hours early, leaving them only eight hours between shifts. This is how company forces overtime uh, to the point that many of those workers say they work 12 hours a day, seven days a week, with some not having a day off in five months, weekends included. When I mention that we have corporate slavery here, some people get mad at me for using the word. I'm just telling the truth. And sometimes the truth, we use different kinds of words to color the truth, right? But when we see what the actions are, it makes it clear what it really is. I wish more people would see that. More people would say it. Let's see what else we got here. Going down, going down. Uh, Michael Ren says, I thought that Maddow's segment was going to be about Trump paying actors $50 to attend his presidential announcement. No, you know, that's an old, old story, the one about paying money, although a lot of people don't want to believe it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Carl Cox, welcome aboard. Uh, June Littler, welcome aboard from Gainesville, Florida. Bienvenida, amiga mía. Okay, Eric Hayes, more Hunter Biden news, not good, ha, 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 for the almighty family. You know, like I think I mentioned in a direct message to you, my brother Eric Hayes, our right-wing media will get you, will, will kind of bring down your IQ, and not only bring down your IQ, it'll have you concentrating on the things that have least importance to what's, what's hindering America right now, that you have time to consider those frivolities. That you really have time to consider those frivolities. Speaks about that you have the privilege for that time. When 80% of Americans are in dire straits. I saw all those reports. I don't have the time to consider them. Because I don't care what the hell Hunter Biden does. As much as I care what uh, Ivanka Trump does. And we know Ivanka Trump is a crook. Likely to be indicted. But. I don't even care about that. 
You don't have, I don't think you've ever heard me say that or talk about her, right? All right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Lawrence Sims, welcome aboard. Peggy Lopez, hi all. Got my pink hoodie, and it's the same color as my hair. Hey, send us a picture of that. I'd love to see your pink hair. Peggy Lopez, good quality, and will keep me warm for the farmer's market. AVQ, two of three. Stephen Colbert, it's funny because he doesn't pay taxes or his employees. <laughs> okay, every Yvette, Avery Herod. She is our union, and, and, and Yvette, you may want to pause it on some of the stuff that's been spoken about, what's going on at Frito-Lay. I know you're with the airline industry, but your, your commentary is always invaluable about unions because you are our resident expert here. Uh, Maywood, I, no, I see J&J reported some earnings. Yes, I know. And also we've re we know that their drugs seem to be not as tight as the mRNA drugs that we, the people, developed. Uh, Rose Williams, welcome aboard. Carl Cox, we the people always get the shaft. But we can solve that if we the people get together. If we the people start asserting our worth, like I've mentioned in two of my books, as I see it, not as I see it, it's worth it, and how to make America utopia. Assert our worth. We are worthy, but we must assert it. And we must not allow anyone to disassert it from us. Gullible people trusting the violent criminals let out by bad policy and judgments lead to dying tool. Uh, that's the way of putting it. Paul Fleming, the words you're looking for is cowards. Yes, Paul. I concur. Bridge MCP, the Gore Bush count really was hacked. True. Asked Brother um, uh, my guy, uh, you know who I bring on all the time. The anti-vaxxers I talk with, I tell them about being a 12-year-old child and my friends were dying, living in iron lungs and becoming crippled for polio. Then came the sugar cube. You know, I'm so old. I remember the sugar cubes back in Panama. Either I was so old or in Panama, we got the leftover uh, polio stuff after they did it the different way. Eric Hayes, here we go, calling people dumb, etc. Not good. I didn't, I called, I've not called any body dumb ignorant is a valid thing i have been i've called myself ignorant because i've been ignorant on issues and those people who don't take the vaccine are ignorant on issues i mean i don't know how else to say it and i talk to somebody nicely and i say my friend let's not be ignorant on this issue as i have been ignorant on other issues as well these are just facts. Not wanting to hear facts is just, I can't help that. All right. Darwinism used the survival of the fittest. It's now survival of the smartest. Didn't say. <laughs> okay, I give you or your child died of COVID-9 in Georgia. Look, it's sad. I mean, I think anybody whose kid dies of COVID because the parent didn't get them vaccines, I think should be thrown in jail because they've committed murder. Absolutely so. A lesser people do not live outside our borders. That's how a lot of people believe. A lot of people believe that, you know, when they came to Panama and invaded Panama, they killed 10,000 Panamanians and 80-something Americans died or 18 Americans died. I don't remember how it was. And the only concentration was on the Americans that died, that so many Panamanians died. It was immaterial. They were only Panamanians. They weren't human beings. They were those others. Okay, you get paid for overtime. <laughs> If you're on salary, you don't get paid for overtime because you get paid for a job. Bruce Pollard, I noticed, uh, noticed a Frito-Lay plant near Houston was looking for workers. I wonder how they pay here. I don't know. 
Daniel Ladosa is Egberto aware his brave heroes that skipped out on their jobs in Austin and started super spreader event in DC. Also, just how does he rationalize fully vaccinated people spreading the virus to other vaccinated people? Science, brother, science. I, you know, all you have to do is read the science and you'll understand. And I, I imagine if I repeat it, I'll repeat it here for the rest of the people. I know not for you because your interest in science may be a bit, well, that's for you to decide. What happens is everybody can be infected because, again, if there's virus flying in the air, people, remember, COVID is an airborne virus. If it's flying in the air and I am vaccinated and I inhale the air, those viruses are going to land on my mucous membranes. When these viruses land on my mucous membranes, they will continue to duplicate. They will infect certain cells. And, and when they infect those cells and those cells send out the, the I was talking to my daughter about this. She's, a, she's a, uh, six months from a doctor student. She, it goes ahead and it creates the signal that tells your immune system that has been activated by the mRNA vaccine and the other vaccines, okay, go attack the virus right away. I know how to do it. I know how to attack the virus. So it starts to attack the virus. But if you go ahead and take a test between the time that virus is killing, that, that your immune system that is built up to kill that virus... If that time, between that time that you are infected and your system taking it out, you, can, you will be positive for the virus. And not only can you be positive for the virus, because you can still sneeze, because you can still cough, you can also spread the virus. Right? But if all of us are vaccinated, we spread less of the virus because the viral load is lower. If the viral load is lower, it's a less of a chance of spreading the drug. I mean, the, the virus. So there's, no, there's nothing that says an infected person, or rather a, va a vaccinated person doesn't get infected. Most of the times they will not know they're infected because their immune system would have responded to the small amount of virus in their system so quickly that they wouldn't know they were infected for a day or two. So you see, it's all Daniel Lado, it's all science. Now here is where I hold my uh, democratic brethren uh, at, at bay. They should, for, for, for display purposes, they should have all been masked on that plane. They should have been masked. So in that regards, Daniel, you are correct. But as far as the responsible thing that's getting vaccinated, they're responsible. And if you notice, none of them are really sick per se. Sniffles like a, like a, like a little uh, infection or not infection, a little, uh, what do you call that when you get allergies? Anyhow. All right, Rose Williams, corporate slavery. While work, uh, working on large proposal over an entire year, my husband got only Christmas off and worked ridiculous hours the rest of the year. Even on New Year's, he had worked 20 hours. I hear you, my friend. I hear you. That's what I try to preach. Peggy Lopez, the only indictment I'm interested in is Trump's indictment. Uh, AVQ Egberto, when you see number slash number comment from on here, it means I couldn't fit into one. Ah, I got you. 200 character comment. Okay. I'll try to recall that when you're, when you're numbering, brother. Good point. Uh, there is no super spreader in D.C. from Dems. Thank you very much, Bridge. Michael, uh, Michael Rudnan, if you, if you give progressive power, we'll, uh, we'll create a government that prioritizes the needs of the people, and that includes the needs of conservatives as well. Oh, they know that, and that's why we're going to win the house back in 2022 if we do it right 
All we have to do in 2022 is remind Americans that the good things they're going to see out of 2021 and early 2022 will all be gone if they make the wrong choice. And believe me, even poor conservatives want to be taken care of appropriately with, their, with, with what they need to be done for. Okay, I'm coming down to the end. Eric says, Dems on plane should be mass and drank Corona beer instead of what they had. Yeah, the Corona beer would have been good too. You know, I love Corona beer, man. There are three primary ways to catch COVID. Touching someone that is infected, person sneeze, cough, etc. All right, all right. Let's get to the first video. I want to show you uh, first with Dana Bash about because, and I think it, it fits perfectly here. Let's go. Dana Bash did a great thing today. I mean, it was in a subtle manner, but it needed to be done. It is assigning uh, blame and responsibility where it needs to be including to those Republicans that like to have a sort of sense of stature while they, they don't discourage all the crap that goes on on the backside. Check this out, and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side. Because what she did here, I think, was more important than initially one would think. What you just heard there are people in the CPAC audience celebrating the U.S. falling short of its vaccination goals. And they're doing that in part because of misinformation coming from the right. So do your fellow Republicans need to stop questioning the vaccine and start pushing it instead? The vaccines are are a miracle. I mean, it's amazing. And by the way, it's President Trump's administration uh, that started this effort with Operation Warp Speed. And it, it is something we should all celebrate. The vaccines are safe. The vaccines are effective. As you know, Dana, I was in one of the trials, and I'm still in the trial, uh, the Janssen J&J trial. I got my vaccine early to show my constituents uh, that I trusted the vaccines, that they were safe and effective. And the numbers are overwhelming. If you have been vaccinated, uh, you have a level of protection that is, uh, again, extraordinary. It, it really is amazing how well it's working. And I, I, I you know, plaudits to the Trump administration and to the scientists and researchers that worked overtime to prepare these vaccines. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated by definition. Um, Surgeon General Murphy just talked about that, that the vast majority, 99% or more of those who unfortunately are dying now from this terrible uh, pandemic are people who are not vaccinated. So I I do encourage people to get vaccinated. I don't think it ought to be something where, uh, you know, we're going door to door and mandating it on, on people. I think what we should be doing is a much more effective and massive public media campaign talking about the facts, giving people the scientific facts on this. And if so, I think we will be able to get that number up. By the way, about 60 percent of the adults in my state and nationwide have been vaccinated. So we're we're, we're on track to to get to 70 percent, I hope. We, we, have to, we have to end it here, but I, I, I think the public media campaign is a great idea. The problem is the right-wing media putting out disinformation. So hopefully uh, you can talk to them about maybe stopping some of that as well. Notice how subtle she was. Yeah, all of that that you're saying is good. All of that that you're saying is true. But you, a person, a Republican, need to go out there and talk to the people who quote-unquote trust you and make them make the right-wing media stop the cancer that it's spreading within its domain. I want to just clarify one other thing. While uh, it, on their warp speed, this, these vaccines were developed, let's be clear here. Donald Trump had very little to do with the development of the vaccine numero uno and numero dos, 
uh, remember that the RNA vaccines and all these other technologies were funded and developed before the Trump administration. These were technologies waiting for a reason to put into action, and that's why they were so fast in getting them together. Donald Trump had very little to do with it. In fact, if Donald Trump had done things correctly, we would not have lost over 600,000 people. The right is directly responsible for the deaths of 600,000 Americans because, one, we didn't follow protocol, and two, we did not really push the type of vaccines. We had allowed the right to dominate in, in misinforming people. And guys like uh, Portman that purport to be responsible, that purport to be serious, they as well didn't do their job. And Dana Bash is telling him, I hope you will go out there and talk to the right wing and make sure that they do what is right. Absolutely so, folks. Please, we're at the halfway mark. Please remember to go to, we only have one link now. I don't do all those links. Get our cup. Uh, but you, if you want to support Politics and Right to ensure that we continue doing what we're able to do, please go ahead and click that join button on, if you're on YouTube, click that join button and become a part of the PDR Posse, led by the one and only Bridge MCP, who also designed our cup, our cup that you see on the screen with other people sporting it. Hey, Maywood, I thought you sent me an email saying that you're going to send us a picture with your cup. Didn't see it. But you can get the cup at that link right there that I just gave it to you. It's also at our store. But more than anything else, you can provide us with your support by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. And choose whatever method you decide to choose to support our program. But again, if you are on YouTube right now, just click that join button on YouTube or just go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. That is how you can really help us keep the truth out there. Keep us doing what we need to be doing out there. I thank you so kindly. Support us on Patreon. Support us on YouTube. Support us everywhere. But all of that is in the link. I don't want to spend any more time asking for support because that's why I created that one link that sort of encompassed everything so that I don't have to click every link. I want to play you uh, another piece here. This one here is from Jen Psaki. Uh, how they try to deflect and move uh, who's to be blamed for the people that are not getting vaccines? And Jen Psaki really lost it this time in her own way. Check it out. Jen Psaki is at it again, the White House press secretary. She did it. She did it. She did it. Here we have a reporter, what could only be described as a Donald Trump sycophant, who's trying to say, don't you think... You need to kind of tell the Trump people that Trump developed the vaccine and to get them to start taking the vaccine. Her response to his narrative was beautiful. I want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side. Go ahead. Thanks, Jen. I have a follow-up to uh, Peter's question about sure. Trump. And I have my own vaccine, okay. vaccine question. Uh, in my follow-up, even if the administration doesn't partner with the former president, would it consider highlighting or acknowledging in a greater way his role in creating the vaccines to assure the rural voters who still support President Trump but are hesitant to get the vaccine? Well, I think you're, do you have data to suggest that that's the issue that's preventing people from getting vaccinated? Well, we're seeing that the communities, the communities that have the lowest vaccination rates did seem to vote for President Trump. 
Okay, but uh, what I'm asking you is if information related to whether or not the former president got credit is leading people not to get vaccinated, or is it information like microchips in vaccines and it causing fertility issues, causing health issues? Because you're drawing a few conclusions there that I haven't seen in data, but maybe you have that information to provide. I think it's just it's a, I think it's an issue. I mean, I think it's a common sense that these are people who supported him. These are people who are hesitant to get vaccinated. I don't think it takes a lot to draw the conclusion. Well, let, let me be very clear. Our our objective is to ensure all Americans will will get vaccinated. That would be, of course, we'd lo- we'd love that. Democrats, Republicans, Independents. It's not a political issue to us. The virus does not. Sorry. The virus does not uh, look at people's party affiliation. We recognize that. The president's going to govern for all people. What I'm conveying to you is you're jumping to a few conclusions that I don't think data backs up in terms of what the impacts are. And what we're seeing is that misinformation traveling in a range of means, whether it's social media platforms, some forms of media, some elected officials, is having the biggest factor as it relates to individuals not getting vaccinated because people don't have access to accurate information. Now, you know, I'm glad that she finally showed a bit of emotion here where she pretty much swat him. Listen, dude, in effect, put up some data that proves what you're saying or shut the hell up. The reality is the people not taking the vaccines are not taking it because of the myriad of information that's coming from the right. You go to Fox News and there you have people saying, don't take the vaccine. You have people that are saying the vaccine have microprocessors in it or it's going to affect your fertility. You have uh, Sean Hannity just coming out and saying, oh, maybe you should take the vaccine because they're realizing that in, in the advice that they're giving people, it is actually affecting business. And guess what? Right-wingers like business too. And now you have Steve Steve Scalise from Louisiana saying, oh, yes, look, I'm taking the vaccine now. I bet that darn guy have already taken the vaccine and was just getting an injection of saline. I, again, that is, I'm just saying that. I don't know that for a fact, and you know I'm completely factual. But I'm saying, keep that in your psyche, that not because you saw him taking that vaccine, meaning he hadn't done it before. These people are evil. We know most of them on TV have taken the vaccine. That's why they feel so comfortable sitting among each other. But then they're telling their folks out there, oh, don't take it because they know that if everybody is healthy, we have a booming economy. How do you change an administration? How do you change a Congress that is really performing after you've lived through four years of just the rich getting richer and everybody else threading water? Come on, folks, let's wake up. Uh, No, that's not a fact, Daniel Ado, about... The biggest hurdle is in, in, in folk getting the experimental vaccine is trust in government, not misinformation. No, that's not it. It's misinformation. If you ask people why they're not taking the vaccine, they do tell you it has microprocessors. They do tell you it affects fertility. They do tell you all these things. Again, the science is out there. The data is out there for anyone who wants to see. And now the people who misinformed are getting scared. And why are they getting scared? Because they realize that people are going to realize it's Republicans dying. It's conservatives dying it's all the red areas that the hospitals are filled in so here you don't want you don't want the medicaid expansion to the affordable care which has shut down hospitals all over rural america and now all over rural america is getting sick and they don't have anywhere to go so you guys are killing yourselves conservative republican in especially in rural areas at least in urban areas they can depend on the good that progressives have done 
But in rural areas where they believe the crap that these evil people on top tell them, they're killing themselves. That's why I tell my brothers and sisters that are progressives, let's go and speak to our brothers and sisters in Appalachia. Let's go and speak to our brothers and sisters in the rural areas. Because these are great, these are nice people that are just led by evil people and led by the small minds of those who will just do wrong. That's all. So let's go, let's go be friends with all our brothers and our Republican brothers and sisters, our conservative brothers and sisters in these rural areas in Appalachia. And let's not allow those evil folks that are lying to their people to metastasize. Folks, please remember, join us. Click that join button if you're on YouTube or click that uh, support button if you're on Facebook. There are a lot of ways that you can support us, but we do need your support. All right, I have another good video for you. This one is Raquel Mado. Raquel Mado is going to show you how corrupt the past administration was. We know it was a bastion of a corruption, but the way she did it as an expose, me encantó mucho. I love the way she did it. Check it out. Rachel Mado did a piece last night that after you see it, you have to wonder what has happened to the United States. Are we that perturbed are we that dysfunctional that we allow the bastion of dysfunctionality another foothold in america i want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side i just want to say from the outset this is not normal i mean like warren harding was a really bad president right richard nixon was bad had some people do really bad things. The Iran-Contra scandal is largely forgotten, even though it wasn't that long ago. That was really bad. People got in a lot of trouble for that, and a lot of them did. People got in trouble during presidencies, even high-ranking people from various presidents have been in trouble in all of those eras, right, and others. But in what universe is it possible that an American president has his campaign chairman arrested, that's Paul Manafort, and his deputy campaign chairman arrested, that's Rick Gates, and his campaign manager arrested, Steve Bannon, and his national security advisor arrested, that's Mike Flynn, and his personal lawyer arrested, that's Michael Cohen, and his longtime political advisor arrested, that's Roger Stone, and his campaign foreign policy advisor arrested, that's George Papadopoulos, and his inaugural chairman arrested, that's Tom Barrick, just arrested today, his inaugural vice chairman arrested, Elliot Broidy, his private company indicted the Trump Organization. The chief financial officer of his private company arrested Alan Weisselberg. His foundation slash charity shut down as a fraud. That's the Trump Foundation. His quote unquote school shut down after a fraud suit settlement, Trump University. And not to mention, during his one single term as president, not one, not two, not three, not four, but five of his cabinet secretaries were referred for federal criminal prosecution in one term. We just today got the Inspector General report on Trump Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. Uh, and all the details of how that investigation concluded that Wilbur Ross lied to Congress on multiple occasions to cover up what the Trump administration was trying to do to mess with the census. And that report, again, which we just got in detail today, gives us all the details we didn't have before on this fifth Trump cabinet secretary who was referred to the US Justice Department for potential criminal prosecution. 
In all five of those cases, all five Trump cabinet secretaries, it was the Trump Justice Department that refused to bring criminal charges despite those criminal referrals. But like, you know, widen the lens a little bit. You know, meanwhile, the lawyers who brought the cases, brought the lawsuits that the former president wanted after the election to get the courts to somehow overthrow the election results and somehow keep him in office. Those lawyers who were acting on his behalf are all facing court sanctions and potential disbarment in at least four different jurisdictions. His other personal lawyer, not the one who already went to prison, the other one has just had his law license suspended in both New York and in Washington, D.C., for his role in making those same false claims before the court. Oh, and he himself was impeached twice. That's a record. And he's personally facing a criminal investigation under Georgia state law for interfering with elections officials in that state. We're also awaiting a potential second round of indictments derived from these allegations of a years-long multi-million dollar criminal tax fraud scheme fraud scheme that's already led to the indictment of his company that bears his name and its longtime CFO. I mean, not only is that not normal for an American presidency, like in what country is that normal? <laughs> right? And in what universe is that the person who you picked to be the prohibitive front runner for the next Republican presidential nomination? <laughs> Wow. Imagine, like, you know, they're, they're trying to recruit people to the next Trump presidential campaign. Listen, if you play your cards right, you might become a cabinet secretary. And if the last <laughs> if the last time he was in office is any indication, that gives you only a one in three chance of being referred for federal criminal prosecution during his four years, the four years of his term. I mean, it just boggles the mind because that is what we're talking about. Donald Trump still having a hold, a hold on the Republican Party. Uh, everybody's scared to buck him. Nobody will run for president because they think he's going to run again. He's making all the moves to say he's in charge. And another question, why does it turn out to be that over this century, all of the corrupt presidents, I mean the real corrupt ones, Iran Contra, uh, Doing all kinds of facetious things, Watergate, hard. I mean, why is, are the, all these guys Republican? What is it intrinsic to that party's leadership that leads to that? It, it, it is a, why is it that it's the party that always destroys the economy and repaired by the Democrats? Why? And why is it that the people, American people, can't learn? You know, today uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi said Jordan and and the other guy cannot be on the select com com uh, committee. And you know, these guys came out with an attack. They changed the subject. And as I watched it, I said, "That is how they do it. They play dirty. Democrats don't need to play dirty." They just need to start playing. That's it. They just need to start playing. That, you know, the truth of the matter is just telling the truth. That's all. Just telling the truth and be forceful with it and not be afraid that it isn't as flashy as everything else. Everett, her, uh, every Herod, she summed it up perfectly. Yes, she did. She, I mean, she just, she just itemized it perfectly. 
Norman Reynolds, the things we need to, uh, to not miss that an administration of Ted Cruz would not have been different. Oh, you hit the nail on the head, hermano. Because we've constantly blamed Trump. We have to start blaming where needs to be blamed. Which is the party's leadership is in effect an autocratic one. All right, I have one last video for you. Uh, let me see if I need to answer anything real quickly beforehand. I tell you what, let me go ahead and play the last video, then I'll go ahead and take care of all those different uh, pieces of uh, snippets inside of our chat. So let's go and listen to Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is probably uh, going to destroy her career if the Republican Party does not again see the light. Or she's going to come out as the hero that saved the Republican Party. I don't know which one it's going to be. Check this out. Liz Cheney came out swinging. You know, Nancy Pelosi removed Jordan and a couple of other obstructionists or another obstructionist from the, uh, select, the January 6th select community. And guess what? And guess what? Uh, these guys attempted to come out. MacArthur came out, gave a big news conference. He wanted to change the subject. He was going to change the subject to put it on, on Pelosi. In other words, the reason that insurrection occurred is that Pelosi was not prepared. Pelosi did not have the police prepared. Pelo these are guys that actually were privy to information about the insurrection, but now they want to blame Pelosi, right? Well, the, the Liz Cheney came out, and she had a lot to say. Check this out. Today, the speaker objected to two Republican members. She accepted three others. She objected to two, one of whom may well be a material witness to events that led to that day, that led to January 6th. The other who disqualified himself by his comments in particular over the last 24 hours demonstrating that he is not taking this seriously. He is not dealing with the facts of this investigation, but rather viewed it as a political platform. This investigation must go forward. The idea that anybody would be playing politics with an attack on the United States Capitol is despicable and is disgraceful. And I am absolutely dedicated and committed to making sure that this investigation holds those accountable who did this and ensures that it never happens again. And the American people deserve that, and that is what we're going to do. Congresswoman, do you think you can still get? Do you think you can still get that nonpartisan investigation you want, given that no other Republican but yourself will participate? Uh, I am absolutely confident that we will have a nonpartisan investigation. That it will look at the facts. That it will go wherever the facts may lead. Uh, there are three members that the minority leader proposed that the speaker did not object to. Uh, she has objected to two members, uh, and the rhetoric around this from the minority leader and from those two members has been disgraceful. Uh, this must be an investigation that is focused on facts. And the idea that any of this has become politicized uh, is really um, uh, unworthy of the office uh, that we all hold and, and unworthy of our republic. Did you personally urge the speaker to take this step? Uh, I uh, agree with what the speaker has done. And also, McCarthy, of course, wants to become speaker next year. Do you think that he deserves to be speaker in the aftermath of his actions here? Uh, 
I think that any uh, person who would be third in line to the presidency must demonstrate a commitment to the Constitution and a commitment to the rule of law. Uh, and uh, Minority Leader McCarthy has not done that. Last question. Last question. Are there other Republicans that, that you or Speaker Pelosi believe should be part of this investigation? The other three you mentioned that she did not veto are not going to participate. Uh, are there others? Are there other colleagues you've spoken to? There are uh, many Republicans. The vast majority of the Republicans, uh, both in the House as well as across the country, recognize and understand that this was an assault on our democracy, an assault on our Constitution, and that there must be a fact-based investigation so that this never happens again. Uh, and we cannot allow those voices uh, who are attempting to prevent the American people from getting the truth to prevail, and we certainly will not. Olivia, last, last question, Olivia. Doesn't this play right into Republican messaging that this committee was going to be partisan from the beginning? Uh, absolutely not. This committee uh, has been focused, and I am certainly focused, on ensuring that we get to the facts. Uh, and, in fact, there were 35 Republicans who supported an independent bipartisan commission, which, as I've said, would have been the, the far preferable way to go. Minority Leader McCarthy opposed that actively and aggressively, and he lobbied against it in the Senate, and the Senate blocked it. Uh, we must have this select committee investigation. This is our only option left, uh, and people must be willing to put their oath to the Constitution above partisan politics and above party. Uh, and uh, I am absolutely committed to doing that, and I'm committed to ensuring that this investigation be one that gets to the truth of what happened here on January 6th. Let me tell you, I'm not a fan of Liz Cheney, but you know what? In this particular item, Liz Cheney is doing exactly what she needs to do. She's showing herself to be a patriot, somebody who cares about her country, unlike those other guys who care nothing about creating a, or keeping a democratic republic. What they really want to do is destroy the country and make it into the image of Donald Trump, that of an autocratic society. Good job, Liz Cheney. Good job, Nancy, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Absolutely. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Now, look, folks, um, you don't have to be a Liz Cheney fan. But again, you get your allies that allow you to move the cause forward. And in this case, Liz Cheney is that necessary ally that... Listen, I, I talked to a lot of Republicans. In fact, you saw me had several of them on, on, on air with us, some respectable Republicans that are, you know, big in the system. And they'll come on here and they'll say the same thing. They'll say, like, I don't know what has happened to my party. My party done gone batshit crazy. It's true. That's what they say. And it's true that you are allowing thousands of your people to die by misinforming them. That you allow your you allow your people to believe that a particular good thing for them, good health care, good child care, that all these things are somehow bad for you. But somehow giving them all to those good old rich people, it's fine. That you so believe that these guys shouldn't pay taxes. You already don't pay a lot of taxes because you don't pay a lot of money to pay taxes. I mean... Look, it takes a certain kind of psychological message to have those who hurt themselves so hurt themselves. You should contact Don Crenshaw to come on your show and see the reactions. Crenshaw, look, I contacted him before. He is scared to death to come on a show like mine. And the reason why is that I am not going to be rude. I am not going to be boisterous. I am not going to even be disrespectful. 
I am just going to ask him questions. And but the answers that he gives to the questions are going to make all those who believe in him realize that he's nothing more than a charlatan. He's a very smart person. He's somebody who fought for the country. But he decided to associate with a party who does not know truth or who purposefully does not promote the truth by design. So once you associate yourself with that party, you become that party. I'm talking about the leadership now. I'm still working with all those who don't quite realize that they're, they're pretty much with a system that is harmful. Uh, John Cotter, but that is their party. They built it and let the monster out. <laughs> true. Very true statement. Very, very, very true statement. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Norman, I saw Norman and made an important comment a few ago. I can't find it. Stepping away, I won't be around tomorrow. See you in a couple of days. You mean I won't have an entry, uh, entry tomorrow, Mr. Rudnan? I won't have those bits of research that you do to start us off with, Mr. Rudnan? What's wrong with you, my brother? I'm only kidding, man. Look, you'd be safe wherever or whatever it is that you have to do. Uh, you know that you're right here at Politics Done Right, brother, you're loved. All of you guys are loved here. I don't care whether you're Republican, Democrats, or whatever. Even you are loved, Daniel Ledo, and I mean that from the depths of my heart. If you doubt it, ask folks that when I speak about my program and I even speak about you, what I've said about you before. Because I do mention you because you kind of step out when you come onto the show. And I just say the same thing over and over again. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. What else have I got to reply to? Uh, Eric Hayes says, May Wood committing murder is not a constitutional right, so tell that to the victims of families who are dead. Hmm. Wow. You mean all those people that have died because the Republican legislator, even though they have the money to provide health care to Thousands of Americans decided not to, and so those Americans are dead right now. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Hayes. That is murder. I wrote an article to that effect once, and uh, uh, Tom Hartman put it on his show. He liked it as well. And, you know, I really like Tom Hartman. I mean, uh, he, 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 he has a good... His method of thinking is pretty solid as well. All right, let's see what else I got here. Para ver quién más tengo aquí. Let me go up a bit. Let me go up a bit. AVQ says, give examples of disinformation. Uh, all right. I got some new messages. Let's see. All right. Egberto, come back to earth talking about bonding and violence focus. No, I'm not. I, you know, you are obsessed with that because that's what they want you to be obsessed with. If you take a look statistically at, at crime, it has gone up in Houston, but not near not near what it not near the amount of effort that's being put into it right now. You want to put effort into something that cures a lot more, that's going to save a lot more lives, ask people to get vaccinated. That's going to save a hell of a more life than than those people that are those few people that kill here and there. I am completely in disagreement with those damn killers. I want them locked up and taken off the street. But if you want to know who the real killers are, 
those people that are misinforming people into believing that somehow they shouldn't take the vaccine. Those are the killers, and they're killing a hell of a lot more people than those people who are being killed by the guns that are put out by the people, by the companies the right-wing supports. You know, we can, we can always get these arguments right. You know, we can always get these arguments right. Okay, look, we're coming out to the end of the time here. Uh, anybody, let me make sure that I, I think I saluted E2247. Looking to see if anybody else that I missed out here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, um, listen, killers using guns and knives. I don't care. Killers using vaccines. Killers using mines. They're all killing people. It's, it's all that, my friend. All right, if I missed you, if I didn't call you out to say hello and welcome you to the show, just drop me a quick line right now so that I can see it before I leave. You know I like to recognize everybody. Norman Reynolds, I think I recognize you. Maywood, I think. TJ, off time. Uh, let's see who else is here. Okay, we are at the end of the show. Please remember to support our program uh, support our program by, if you're on YouTube, click that join button, become a member. Please do so now if you can. Uh, just click that join button. Alternatively, just go to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. Uh, let's see. Norman Reynolds says, please think about the, the amount of money we are paying into the current criminal justice system. Are we satisfied with the results? Do you feel safe? Absolutely not. Uh, again, folks, support us. Politicsandright.com slash support. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.